poppin' everybody. Welcome back to a girl and uh, her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. Monday. Oh, what a great way to start the week with us in your ears. <laughs> My morning voice and all. We love it. We love that. We do. We do. It's a great way to start the week. Well, we just recorded the last episode yesterday, so... <laughs> <laughs> so Alyssa's gonna say, we have nothing to say. We have nothing to say. Um, but I am excited to start this episode with some updates from you guys. Yes. So if you are an avid Agamil listener and you remember the emails that we have previously read, I will fill you guys in on what they are very quickly um, so that if you didn't listen to that episode and you're like, what the fuck is this update on? You'll kind of you'll kind of have an idea. And I'm old, so <clears throat> Alyssa has to do it. <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll um, yeah, make us all remember. I'll try my best. Because sometimes people don't attach it to the last one, which if you guys do email in and we want an update from you, make sure you like respond to your previous email so that on our end... That's hard work. How do you we can know? see what it is. <laughs> How do you even do that, okay? <laughs> so that on our end, we can see like what the hell you're writing it about because we read so many emails to the point where it's like, wait... What was this even about? We get I get stories confused. Like I yeah, me I too. Melt, I bring two stories together. I'm like, remember that one that da, 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 da? and it's like, no, 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 that wasn't the one that did that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, so we're invested in you guys. So before we hop into it, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but if you guys didn't know, really quickly, there's a link in the description. If you want to help support this podcast, we get to put out episodes for free for you guys, and it would mean a lot to us. Totally don't have to, but if you click the link in the description, you will get episodes early, so Mondays and Thursdays will come out, Sundays and uh, Wednesdays, and you'll get them a day early if you want early access, and it's only $2.99 a month, and it helps support us. So we appreciate it, and... um, I think maybe at the end, maybe like next episode, we'll um, download the subscribers list and like start giving a few little shout outs because we can do that. I saw. I think we can see the names. Okay. Okay. Um, So yeah, we appreciate it. Okay. Let's hop into this episode. Ready, spaghettis? Ready, spaghettis. Oh, wait. First of all, um, I'm sitting in a t-shirt with my cat's faces on it. Jerry got made me a t-shirt with all three cats. Listen, I'm trying. And it's the cutest thing ever, and it's a design by um, Shop Bloom on Etsy, I'm pretty sure. Um, She made, like, a drawing of my cats and, like, sent a print to me, and it's my phone background, and now I have it on a t-shirt, and I'm just obsessed with my cats. She's in She's obsessed with them. They're adorbs. So, I don't blame you. It made my morning. They're pretty freaking uh, amazing animals. Yeah, they're pretty fucking cool. They really are. So that's that. I just wanted to let you guys know I'm sitting in a cat t-shirt. So envision it and picture it while we're doing this episode, okay? And you guys all know it, but the same picture because it's the one that's it's everywhere. cat food. Yeah, it's yep. everywhere. It's that everywhere. One. The yep. three of them together. Oh, it's outdated because Bailey is a little cute, tiny little kitten. Now she's like huge, <laughs> she's massive big, cat. She's a big cat now. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. You'll cherish her and you'll remember her in those little moments. She looks so fucking cute here. So These are actual photos of them too. It's just amazing. animated. So amazing. I love it. Okay, anyways. Ready? Ready, spaghetti. Okay, first update is uh, this girl had a crazy stepsister that would, they're three three years apart. Um, They've lived together for over 10 years, and she would walk around the house and go say things to her mom like she can go fuck herself. And she would say that everyone in this house should die. Um, What else? She doesn't like... Her boyfriend, things like that. She was just like a shitty person. I think our answer was kind of like, okay, she's nuts. 
Like, she needs therapy, maybe, mm-hmm. was our answer. Um, she freaks out over little things like washing the dishes. She doesn't want to touch nasty stuff. She's vegetarian, so the meat and the sauce that and everyone else eats in the house grosses her out and things like that. So they were like, what do we do? Our family needs help. This mm. bitch is crazy. You know what this reminds me of now that I'm rereading this? Mm. Like, The Orphan. <laughs> like, just, you know the movie we watched? The uh, Orphan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just yeah, like yeah, a yeah. crazy bitch. Yeah. That's what this reminds me of. Is she a crazy bitch? So here's the update. So surprisingly, she must have had an epiphany, like Alyssa said. She had my mom take her to the doctor, and she talked to the doctor about therapy and added that she's stressed with college and relationships and also trying to move out with her boyfriend. I'm not sure if anything she talked about her mom had been talked about about her mom passing, but I'm just happy that she's getting some help. She's been complaining about my mom asking her to help clean, even though she's never really home, but my mom always asks us all to help around when we are. It's just the nice thing to do. I'm not really home either, but when I am, I'm always helping. I've always had a worry for her since I've learned her past and grew and we grew up together pretty much, so I know her very well. We've all gotten along for the most part since her going to therapy besides the messages and chats about my mom. The only thing that really bothers me still is that she tells me when she has kids that my mom isn't allowed to see them because she doesn't need her negativity. My mom has always been a mother figure to her since her mom passed, and that just annoys me. Does she expect her dad to see his grandchildren without his wife? It's so off. Mm. She's a very negative person. There's never a positive thing that comes out of her mouth, even about her boyfriend's family and her boyfriend. I hope she just figures figures herself out and before... He gets tired and fed up of her shit talking about his family and everyone else. Thank you, ladies, for the advice. Love you both. Love you Damn. Too. So she's, she's in therapy just, and she's still. So she's just a, that kind of person. Maybe, I think she's going to need years and years mm-hmm. of help to and fix I wouldn't that take attitude. Anything like Personally. my mom can't see the, her, you know, if she has a baby. My mom can't be in her life. I wouldn't listen to any of that because she's obviously an ill person. Mm-hmm. And maybe with as time goes on with therapy, she'll even get over that. And then if not, you said herself that she's such a negative, nothing positive ever comes out of her. Even now, about her own boyfriend. Yeah, about the boyfriend, about his family. Yikes. You know, you don't want to be around that anyway. No. So Damn. hopefully therapy will... Do this girl good. Maybe. Maybe. I know she said she hopes that it, like, works out better for her and her boyfriend, but, like, maybe that's what she needs. Like, a reality check. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe she needs him leaving her. See, and even, like, she even has a positive attitude about it all, you know? Mm -hmm. Good for you. Good for you. Okay. This next one. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) This next one is about the baby daddy. And she wants another baby. But if you guys remember when she wrote this email, she said um, he went out of town for work and he, quote, got into trouble. And I think Jerry and I were like, well, what does that mean? Mm. Um, and then he, she said he has moments where he's really nice and then in a mood where he doesn't want anything and it's unbelievable. He totaled his truck. She forgave him. She just really wants another baby. So, how to handle it. Because his answer changes when they can try day to day. I don't remember what we would have said on it. Now I'm thinking we probably would have been like, sounds like it's not the right person to have another baby with. Or it depended on what was the trouble that he got into when he went out of town. I think we assumed maybe it was a drinking thing because she mentioned like... That he like crashed his car. Crashed his car, didn't have a license. So, um, but if that's... 
a habit of his, if that's some, you know. Yeah, that's probably what we said. Okay, go ahead. Read the update. Okay. Okay, update time. Sorry that email made absolutely no sense, but when when you're in your emotions, you have a million thoughts going at once. So it was drinking incidents, incidents twice. I'm a very timid person, so I have a hard time speaking up about things, but I went to his parents for advice. We all sat him down, and he's getting help. Thank goodness. It's a hard subject to begin with, so now it's done, kind of, and hopefully things will get better from here. He's a lot more patient now, and any talks and... With any talks. Oh, now with any talks and takes my thoughts into consideration. Okay. All right. That sounds good. So he's he's getting the help he needed. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that you went to his parents. Yeah. It was awkward. It was... Did you just hear somebody speak? Oh, motherfucker. (laughs) Her vacuum. vacuum. I just got so creeped out. I I thought it was Zane going, hello? (laughs) I I didn't hear anything speak, but I'm old, so... Sorry, go ahead. Um, But that's awesome that you had the courage. You went to his parents. You guys spoke to him about it. He heard what you had to say, and that's really important because some people can deny and not want it. The fact that he listened and heard you guys and is getting help is absolutely a beautiful thing. 100%. Amazing. That's a great update. We love that. Yeah. We love that for you. I hope it all goes well. Yes, we do. Okay, here's the one about the boyfriend sending nudes to his ex. Mm. She did not attach to the previous email, so I don't have many more details of that. But because that's I have more no, than enough <laughs> right there. I don't even remember what happened yesterday, so <laughs> I'll try my best here. Okay, hey, listen, Jerry, figured you'd want an update about my boyfriend sending nudes to his ex. First off, OMG, I can't believe you read my email and made my day. Anyways, on to the update. Well, he cheated again, which goes with... Once a cheater, always a cheater, right? Mm. Well, I found out it was with his ex. Again. So I packed his stuff in my house and threw it outside once he got home. And I kicked him out and said goodbye. It hurt, but I definitely feel better now. Thanks so much for giving me the confidence to kick him to the curb. But one more thing. Before I kicked him out, found out that I'm seven weeks pregnant with his kid. (gasps) Now what do I do? Should I let him stay in the life or kick him out completely? What is your thoughts? Sorry about the long email again. Anyways, love you guys. Bye. P.S. Sorry, Jerry, I couldn't do the double space. I'm too dumb to figure out how to do it on my phone. (laughs) Oh, this is sad. Yeah. Okay, this is sad. Um, I would say 100% tell him. I think... Like, regardless of what happened between well, you and your ex, like, he deserves to know that it's his, like, you have, you're bearing his child. She said, before I kicked him out, we found out I'm oh, seven weeks pregnant. okay, okay, okay. Um, but what did she do? I say, you continue to kick him out, and yeah. if he chooses to be part of your child's life, then he can. Yeah. Because just because you're having a baby isn't going to make him not be a cheater, and you no. deserve somebody in your life. Who's going to worship the ground that you walk on? Mm-hmm. You understand? You don't need to just be his partner because you're having a child. No, she's saying, should I let him stay in the kid's life or just, like, kick him out completely? Like, not uh, even let him see the kid? It, uh, like, she already she already knows she's not getting back uh, with him. Okay, so then, uh, yeah, because kids deserve to have a father if he's going to yeah. be a father figure. Him yeah. cheating on you is a really shitty thing to do, but it doesn't mean it doesn't he can't be. doesn't correlate with being a dad. Yeah, I mean, it does in it a way. It does, but... Right, because yeah. you'd want your, your, your father of your child to raise your child to be a morally correct and a good human and just not be an asshole and cheat on people and stuff like that. But 
it, you know, I, I think he should have a right to be in his child's life. Yeah. Um, unless he proves to you he doesn't deserve to be in your child's life. Agree. And that's it. Simple. I mean, it's not so simple. It's not but it's simple, simple, but yeah. You know, that's the, the end thing. As long as he's doing the right thing, then yes, he deserves to be in your child's life. Yeah. And good luck with your pregnancy. And, yeah. and we are proud of you for yeah. standing your ground and not taking any more shit. I think maybe in a sense, too, like completely kicking him out and just like never seeing him around your children again. Wait, did they have another kid together? I don't know. I don't remember. This is why we need you guys to attach it to your previous email. Listen, she said, I can't even uh, double space it. So <laughs> she she's, she's a Jerry. She don't know how to do shit like that. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys already have kids together, but I think almost it would hurt more to just kick him out and never see him again and never have him around the baby that you created together. I think maybe it'll be a little comforting that. Yeah. I mean, he's some in their people, life. some people are better with friends, and maybe this could be your best friend. You never know. You know, and you could raise, co parent and raise your child, you know, in, in a, in a healthy environment, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be in a relationship. So mm-hmm. absolutely give him an opportunity to prove that he could be a great dad to your baby. Love that. Mm. And if he's not, then cut him out completely. <laughs> yeah, then fuck him. Don't actually. No. That's what got you in this situation to begin with. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, um, the next one is an update, if you guys remember, that we talked about, like, depersonalization, where we feel like sometimes you're just, like, not in your body. I, it's so funny that this ha- this is popping up right now, because I literally felt this at Zumba last night. Like, I was, like, dancing, and I'm like, am I really here right now? <laughs> What's going on? Really? Yeah, I'm like, my body's just moving, and I'm in this room, and, like, I was having those thoughts yesterday. So let's read this email about depersonalization. Okay, it, you're going to have to read this one because I it runs off my screen. Okay, I got oh. it. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, no, but yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything is fine. Yeah, Everything I'm is fine. fine. Ow. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Hello, guys. I'm writing in because I just listened to the email of the girl who experiences depersonalization. I want to start off by telling my story of experiencing this. One night, I have a lemonade drink edible. It wasn't until after I realized the whole drink had 100 milligrams and I drank half. And as someone who doesn't smoke, 50 milligrams literally took me out of life. That's a lot for somebody who doesn't smoke. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. I I assume it's a lot by the context of the conversation, but I don't Mm. even know, like, what the average is or anything like that. Um, Do you remember, I'm going to say this very secretly so you guys are going to get mad at me, but the other night that person that we were with? Yeah. 60 milligrams? Oh. Took, took them out? Wow. Yeah. And they're like a avid goer. Right. Okay. So somebody who's never had took 50. Right. <gasps> you poor child. So, sorry, I had to give Jerry the, the synopsis the of how yeah, much. The equivalent. Thank you. Yes. Okay. okay. Now let me explain. I experienced, experienced derealization and depersonalization, and it felt like hours of it. But it was only a couple seconds at a time. It was hell. I remember the feeling like it was just yesterday. I was laying in bed and was able to see a bright shining light come out of my body. I experienced life in a terrifying way I hope no one experiences. I realized life is not real. Life is fake. 
The best way to explain this feeling is a mixture of deja vu and dreaming. After the whole experience of having deja vu hit me, oh, after this whole experience, having deja vu hit me 10 times harder. I just don't know how to explain it. Life is fake, but so fucking precious. And I just hate that people only realize that when someone close to them passes away, just how special life is. When I was having my trip, I was out of my body and saw life in such a precious way. I wanted to come back so badly, and I kept thinking of my life of my life things like my boyfriend, my job, because it just calmed me down. You can read more stories about people who have derealization and depersonalization on Google. People have this experience that lasts up to years. Mine was oh. a little more over 24 hours, and I just can't imagine how scary that feels. I've tried reading their stories, but I can't because I start to get derealization. After all of this, the beauty of it is I have been living my life the way that I've always wanted to because I remind myself that life is fake. I will die, so I just need to live my life. I started a YouTube channel, dyed my hair purple, posted TikToks, and wear whatever the fuck I want because who gives a fuck? But the scary part of it is my death anxiety has just never been higher. It's made me never want to get out of my... um out of this life because when I did, I was terrified to talk to good friends who'd give me advice about not being scared of death. But no matter how many talks I get, I'm just still scared. It felt like I got a small glimpse of what it's going to feel like dying. Not death itself, the final stage, but the process of dying. Mm. Anyways, it made me so happy to know Alyssa also feels this life isn't real because I felt like a crazy lady, lol. Never getting high ever again. Okay, love you, bye. P.S. Life is beautiful. Look at the sun. Listen to the birds. Look at the people you love. Life is too precious to not appreciate it. And I've attached a photo of the definition of derealization. Listen. My God. Derealization is a mental state where you feel detached from your surroundings. People and objects around you may seem unreal. Even so, you're aware that this altered state isn't normal. More than half of all people may have this disconnection from reality once in their lifetime. See, the difference is, though, like, I'm not high. <laughs> Nor do I ever get high. This is So I just experience crazy. it. That Th- is. This is, wow. And you said when we talked about this, like, you never felt that. No. I mean, I've had experiences, but never, like, anything more than, like, a second, like a, whoa, where am I, what's going on, kind of, like, separation kind of thing, but never, like, anything like this. I mean, this sounds extreme. I don't, I've never felt, like, outside of my body in a way. When you tell your stories, I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. Really? Uh, No. I think I actually, this last time, but you ever, like, when you're brushing your teeth or taking, washing your face or something and you're looking in the mirror and you're like, holy shit, that's me? I think I actually this last time. And I think my response probably was something like, yeah, I don't like, look in the mirror. I, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm I saying. don't look in the mirror, okay? <laughs> you have to look in the mirror at least once a day, like take out your contacts or some shit. I don't need to take them out to look at it to take it out. Oh, my God. Just take them out and pop them in. <laughs> well, uh, sometimes I'll look in the mirror and I'll just like look at myself and be like, holy shit, like I am me. Like you've never had that thought. Like holy shit, like... Like, what's the universe? I'm so comfortable with myself, but, like, I am, like, <laughs> forget it. <laughs> Fuck. No, listen, you have, you, just like that, like, your your thought process, the yeah. universe, your, you know, you can get really deep, and. I do. But also, I'm such a black and white thinker, so it's weird. That's maybe why I think it's so um, deep coming from you. 
is yeah. because you are usually just so one way, the other yeah. way, like this or that. And it's like, so when you start talking about this, it hits me harder than I think if a Leo or anybody else was to, because you usually don't, mm-hmm. you know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the I am me, no, I don't think I've ever experienced that. I do that all the time. Do you really? Or like, even if I, this is going to sound weird too, if I see like a picture of somebody that like I went to high school with, and, like, I've always pictured them one way. But if you, like, really look at somebody's face, they oh, can God, look just... so different. What? You're getting deep on me. Oh, I'm sorry. No, You've never you... had that Wait, before? No. If you, like, really, really, like, stare at someone's face, like, okay. they look like a different person. You look like Alyssa. No, I'm saying, like, people that you used to know. <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? I saw a TikTok yesterday, and she was like, it was one of those things that's like, shit, I don't understand. Uh-huh. And they were like, how do we know, like, red is red and blue is blue? Like, what if somebody's blue is different? But, like, it's the same, like, undertone. So it's like, yeah, that's blue. And then they're like, yeah, that's blue. But, like, what if it looks different in their eyes? So, but why do we even have to think about that? I don't know. It's just <laughs> a thought. But everyone in the comments was like, holy shit, I think about that all the time. Okay, so I don't think I've ever thought of that, but now that you're going to make me think of that, it's like, I never have either, but when I saw that TikTok, I was like, oh my God, that's a good point. Do you know what's stuck with me ever since you went, like, if you think of an apple, like, there's an apple, Jerry, do you see an apple? Yes. I see an apple right now, but where the fuck is it? (laughs) But I see it. Is it here? No. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. No, I don't think like that, Les. I haven't thought about the color thing, but I have thought about, like, taste. Like, everybody's taste buds are different. So, like, what if, like, something tastes so Like cilantro. I hate it. You love it. Right? Yeah, but I think we can agree that, like, we know what that tastes like. But, like, like the, the fact that, like, some people, I guess, like, yeah. Like, some people like things and some people don't. Yeah, it's like yeah, but I can't people. sit there and munch on cilantro. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, I like it in stuff or, like, on top of my taco bowl or something, mm-hmm. like, chopped up. I don't like when I get a big leaf in my mouth. Ew. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want any type of herb big leaf in your mouth except for basil, I guess. I was going to say basil, definitely. I want, yeah. Yeah, that's weird to me. That's some people like things and some people don't. It's like, wow, all, like, we all have, like, different taste buds. Like, some people's tongues just don't agree with it. That's so weird. Okay, so, again, I've never thought of that. But I have thought of, like, when I go into a store and I see, like, a pair of shoes, yeah. I'd be like, who the fuck would actually buy them and wear them on <laughs> oh their feet? Oh, my God. So I have thought of, like, that. <laughs> That's not <laughs> Those are so ugly. <laughs> that is not comparable. Oh, okay. Sorry. I tried, okay? <laughs> That's like, as deep as I get. <laughs> trying to relate over there. <laughs> hey, I tried, okay? <laughs> no, but really, I mean, have you ever seen some of these things that people put on their feet? You know what my new thing is that I've been thinking about? Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Go ahead. We just have like a bunch of squishy shit in- inside of us, but it like makes us function. See what I mean, guys? It's like- Do you see what I mean? <laughs> she gets these thoughts. It's right? all mush. Squishy shit. It's just all- Me We're and Aaliyah. Squishy shit. Uh, Jerry just had her um, family come visit, and um, we were in the car, like driving around, showing them stuff. And me and Aaliyah were just like in the back back of the truck, and we were just having conversations like this because Aaliyah gets me. Like, we're on the same wavelength with shit like this. And it's just the best to have a conversation with somebody that's on the same wavelength as me. 
<laughs> She's like, yes, it's just like a bunch of squishy shit. No. It's- <laughs> Listen, yes, sure. If I sit here and think about it, it's like, oh my God, our body is it's wild. It is. It's held amazing. in by the bones. Fact, the fact that we can even reproduce, or the fact that like our heart knows knows to beat, and our brain knows to think, and our nerves know know how to act like a nerve. Like to me, yeah, sure, it is. It's an absolute miracle, and I think so it's amazing. Weird, but I don't ever sit here and go, hmm. Everything is just squishy up in there. Yeah, but, you know, like I don't think of that. But Ooh. if you make me think about it, it's like, hmm. It's true. And it all just, like, is, like, moving and, like, functioning. Like, what the fuck? Isn't it amazing? It's so weird. Anyways. Our body is a temple. We can move on from this before I get too crazy. She's going to get real deep, guys. (laughs) All right, well, thank you for your story. No more edibles for you, okay? I know, seriously. I I mean, there's many reasons why I will never do hard drugs, but that is one of the reasons is I don't think— People are probably going, hard drugs illicit. I know, weed. I know. (laughs) I know, I like she has a crazy experience for just weed, but um, like I would never be able to handle like the seeing, like like when people like do mushrooms and shit, like seeing things or like hallucinating, like I, that I would drive me nuts. I would never be able to experience that. Yeah, I also just don't like being high on weed, so I'm just not a drug person. Um, give me a shot of alcohol, no problem. <laughs> okay. It's so funny because in high school, like, when everybody would smoke weed and drink and I would, like, think it was so, like, cool. Like, oh, my God, one day I'll be able to, like, smoke a blunt. And, like, now that I'm at that age, like, I just don't want to. Yeah. I just don't want to at all. I still love my alcohol, but the weed is, like, wow, it's so funny because in high school I thought it was so cool. And, like, I wanted to do it. And now I'm just, like, ugh. I don't want it. So, and growing it's so up, available. I just hated it. Yeah, like I never was like, oh, I can't wait, or I want to try. Yeah, I would always never. cough and like. Ugh. I remember finding a joint in my brother's dresser. Really, and I got so he was my mentor. I looked up to him. <gasps> I had you were disappointed. I was so, and I flushed it down the toilet. I was you so. Did? I did. It was just a tiny little. Miss one. smoked cigarettes and drank beers. Was disappointed okay. in the blunt. I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Yeah, You're like, I was hmm, very disappointed. Why? It was like on his dress. I walked in his room, wake him up one morning, and it was just there. And I remember just feeling so disappointed. In really? Him. Even mm-hmm. though you smoked cigarettes and drank? I didn't smoke at the time. No, I was It was younger. before? Yeah. Uh, but I was just so disappointed. I'm mm. like, ugh. And you're like, actually, good idea. Let's light up some cigs and drink some beer. Shut up, Liz. <laughs> One time I found condoms in my sister's purse when I was young. Did you feel disgusted or disappointed? It was like, oh, God. Yeah, see? That's how I, I was like, yeah. I was definitely disappointed. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I was young. You yeah, know? no, no, I get it. Don't come at me, people, okay? If you smoke, that's great for you. I'm happy for you. I was just disappointed. I was a little impressionable little girl who was disappointed by her big brother. No, I get it. Okay. (sighs) Um, Excuse me, you guys. God bless you, child. Wow. Okay. Uh, Toxic ex-best friend update. Um, I don't remember what this was about because she didn't attach anything, but here we go. Hello, lovely ladies. I've been praying a lot and getting closer to God. I've had a lot going on lately with my depression and anxiety and other personal things. Anyway, I decided to not reach out to Rose and let God guide me and put things in, in my life and give me signs and all that kind of stuff. Rose messaged me a few days ago asking, reaching, 
<clears throat> reaching out to me, and I was shocked. Um, but we have slowly been talking and catching up and learning new things about each other and how we have both changed and matured, so that's good. That is good. I have a question for Alyssa. Okay. My fiance's parents are moving into a bigger house, and it has a downstairs and has a living room and a room and a bathroom and a bar and an entertaining area. Some conversations have come up uh, about me and my fiance living downstairs and helping them pay for groceries and water and some rent. We've been together for six years in June, and I have a great relationship with my mo- his mom and his family, and we plan on getting his own house eventually, our own house eventually, and starting our own life. But I was wondering what advice you have for somebody moving in with your significant other's family. Do you have any advice? Um, <laughs> just go for it, I guess. I don't know. I don't. It comes natural to me. Like I. Yeah, we're, I don't we're think a different kind twice. of breed, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, if you get along with them and you're going to be separate, I see why not, because that can only help you save money to buy your house in the future with your fiancé. Mm-hmm. And if it'll help them too right now in the mean, you know, it's like it's like a double good thing. Like, why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think you should do it. I think it just comes so naturally to me that it's like, um, mm-hmm. um, just live there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You said you have a good relationship with them. so Yeah, like, why not? And I'm happy things are working out for Ro- with you with Rose. I don't remember the story. Me either. But I'm God sorry. does. Listen, God makes it happen. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. We mm. all, we are firm believers in what's meant to be will be. So, yeah. Whatever you know. higher power you believe in, whatever makes it happen for you, like whatever's meant to be will be. It'll all work out. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I butchered your email too. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What do we got here? Oh. oh, what? Oh, she remembers. See, that's why Jerry can't do this. Alyssa remembers. <laughs> this was, okay, this was for mother-in-law. Um, they had a lockdown in Ontario. They fell in love. Partner suffered a brain injury from a dirt bike accident. Feared he would never recover. His mom feared it. Um, she got very attached to him. The mom reminded him to pay his bills, tidy the house for him. During his recovery from a brain injury, she told made him, him sign papers or something. Told like that? him it would be a good idea to buy his childhood home from her. And oh my father, god, I remember this. Um, his parents having cleaned out the home became a huge issue for me for feeling feeling uncomfortable trying to work while she was in his house. Um, she would come by on my days off and thought it would be okay to spend the day venting to me. I work in mental health. My days spent off are filling up my cup. So I have to give more to others. So I can give more to others. Um, after long talks with my partner, he started to put up boundaries with his mom. She continued to come over and fix up the home and doing things like putting up curtains and shit. Uh, the house is still filled with all his parents' stuff. It's a three bedroom. We only have access to our bedroom because the other two are hoarding rooms. (gasps) Yikes. The basement's full too. Mm. Um, they've settled down. Hasn't seen his mom in months. Uh, I don't want to come off as a bitch, but, and I honestly have nothing against her. It's my partner's first serious relationship. So it's probably hard for her to adjust, um, advice on rebuilding the relationship. Okay. Mm. So that was very long Uh, ago. Uh, yeah, that was. So I remember that one though. That was like messed up. 
she actually sent two update emails. Oh. So I'll read them and we can go on this journey together. Okay. Of each one. What's poppin', ladies? This was, um, damn, 2020 to November 2020 to April of this year. Okay. The update. Wow, we're slacking on our updates yeah. folder. Sorry. <laughs> we like to let them accumulate so we can I, read listen, them all Listen, I totally, as soon as you said with the brain injury and the mother and the son yeah. of the house and all that, like, yes. it came back. That was fucked up situation. Yeah, I'm sure we read it way after she sent it to you. Yeah. So, we'll, okay, let's go. What's poppin', ladies? Things have definitely changed with my situation. After months of ignoring his mom and just going about my life, my partner's grandma fell in her apartment and ended up in the hospital. Things went downhill very fast, and she passed away within days. Mm. The night of his grandma's passing, my mom called him. Sorry. His mom called him to the hospital to say goodbye. He came home upset, obviously, and wanted to go to a friend's for a couple of drinks. His mom called him around 3 a.m. and told him to go home because she'd be dying soon and he needed to be in sound of mind. Annoyed, he, we went home and went to bed. His mom called not long later and made him go to the hospital to support her and to watch his grandmother die. He can't unsee the image even to this day. I was extremely heartbroken that him seeing his grandmother take her last breath was the last memory of her. I wish his mom wasn't so selfish. Mm. Nevertheless, when the grandma passed away, his mom wanted to go for dinner. We went out for Chinese, me included, and she pretended that things were normal. I was polite, putting on my therapist face and pretending like I deeply care about what she's saying. My partner was so proud of me for even going as just confronting her gave me extreme anxiety for a long time. Mm -hmm. This week, my partner came home and said, babe, I just sold our our house. I thought he was joking, but it turns out his parents planned on selling the grandma's house and didn't tell either of us in case it fell through. Right then and there, his mom asked if she, if he was interested in selling the house back to him, and he signed it over without consulting anyone. He sold it back to them for the same price, despite the fact that he has owned the house since 2012. Insane. Mm. Thankfully, they live at their trailer all summer, and we have a few months to find the perfect home. So... It turns out my partner will be out of the hoarder house much faster than we anticipated, and we are over the moon to finally have our own space and to go through the home buying journey together. Thanks so much for your advice. I'm glad I waited it out. Love you. Bye. Wow. But then. But then there's more. So that was April. Two months later, she emails. Okay. Hello, hello, girls. Hello. I'm single. (gasps) My partner's ex- reached out to him two weeks ago, and one night he came home and told me he still had feelings for her. This was so out of the blue, considering he'd never talked about her, aside from the fact that she was his first everything. My partner and I had been stressing out. He sold his house back to his parents, and they had been coming over daily to bring furniture in, despite the fact that they didn't gain possession until later that month, and I felt uncomfortable. He told me that the only reason that he'd been thinking about her was because we were fighting. I begged for him to choose me. I took space from him for a weekend so that he could make up his mind, and I spent the weekend sobbing. I returned to his house on Monday and immediately went to the front deck to lay everything on the line for his mom. She tore me to shreds, told me that I had stolen her son for a year and that he used to text her daily and that it was clear that from the day that she met me, I had anxiety, but that it wasn't an excuse for not reaching out to develop a relationship with her. She told me that she didn't have my best interest at heart and straight up asked how my relationship with my parents was like 
what my relationship with my parents was like because she felt my actions towards her were a reflection of my relationship (laughs) with my mom and dad. This is nowhere near the truth. After the conversation, I went up to my partner's room. He still hadn't decided. I played housewife that day, doing my best to cater to his every need, not complaining about anything he asked me to do, and I watched a stupid hockey game with him and pretended to be interested. The next day, I just felt weird. He still hadn't decided on me or her, and I honestly didn't want to wait anymore. I felt like crap for a week, beating myself up about everything I had, quote, done wrong or could improve on in the relationship, and he wasn't doing that same reflecting. He was choosing over women like he was on The Damn Bachelor. So I chose... So I chose. I chose me. I texted my mom, told her to bring the truck, that I was moving out. I went upstairs, told him I couldn't do it anymore, and packed my shit. It's been a week, and I feel so light. I feel like I can do and be whoever I want. Don't settle, ladies. I wish I had chosen me sooner. I got fucking goosebumps. Oh, my God. Wow. What a journey. I mean, we were with you through the thick and thin. Holy shit. Oh, my God. She said, I wish I would have chosen me sooner. But I have to say, from the first email she sent, it didn't seem like he was a horrible person. He was just making some bad decisions. But he wasn't sticking up for her in these situations, which in turn is like, bye-bye. Well, that's I guess that's why she was begging him to choose her. I mean, if he was a horrible piece of shit, she would have had no problem walking away from the relationship. But then, you know, and the mother to like, chew her up and spit her out the way she did. Like, are you kidding me? That was like the last straw for her. She's like, you know what? Matter of fact. That's it. I'll go get my shit. I deserve better. Yeah. Good for you. We are so proud of you. And what a journey it has been. Holy crap. And wow. And that's okay. It's okay. That's insane. Wow. You're out of the hoarder house. That's the most important, you know? Like, the most important, and it's like, fuck, because the email, the first update was like, yay, we're finally able, we're moving on, and then it's like, wow. No, but she said she feels light, so, like, it's good. Yeah, no, 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 it's a beautiful thing, and we're happy for you. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for you. We're happy for you. We could could both say that. Okay, you can read this next one. So, I think that this is just a response. Um, She wants to put in her input on something else. Okay. So, I don't think this is an update, necessarily. Uh, Okay. But she's kind of like... Responding, responding to one of the to emails. somebody else's email. Yeah, so I okay. think once you read it, we'll, we'll get figure the, it we'll out. We'll get the hint. Okay. Hey, ladies. I just kind of want to give you my input and add my, sto- add my story based off the woman that wrote in about her husband not wanting to have a relationship with his mom. I'm not going to use names because it's obviously a sensitive topic. Sorry, this will be long. It took me a while. Some. It took me a long time to understand this, so you need a backstory to get where I'm coming from. My husband, we'll just call him husband, (laughs) grew up in a horrible home environment. His dad, we'll call him puke. Oof. That's a pretty shitty, like, (laughs) we know right away he's a shitty guy if that's his name is puke. Uh, He was an alcoholic, a sociopath, and he was physically and mentally abusive to my husband, his brother, and his mom. Jeez. Husband's mother, we'll call her Jane, was also mentally abusive, but tried her best in the situation that she was in with puke. Okay. <laughs> Jane left puke right when my husband and I started dating and has gotten a lot of therapy and discovered she had PTSD from her horrible marriage and has been working on herself. 
She's gotten remarried and is doing pretty well other than some leftover trauma responses that we are all learning to work with. Husband and her have been working on their relationship and growing closer and have actually developed a very good relationship. I respect that you have a good relationship with... I respect... That. I respect that, and I have a good relationship with Jane as well. Quite similar to Listen, Jerry, where we can talk literally about everything. It's the best. Amazing. On the other hand, shortly after husband and I started dating, about eight years ago, he had cut puke out of his life. Husband says the man had 18 years to figure out how to be a father and a good person and never got it right. Oof. Being a sociopath, he never saw that what he was doing was wrong. He has even tried to reach out to husband several times, despite husband having him blocked on every form of social media and his phone numbers are blocked. Mm. Every time he reaches out, he says something along the lines of, I'm sorry you think I was a bad father. Someday you'll understand that it wasn't my fault. Oh. Wow. How about fucking taking ownership? Okay, anyway, bullshit. I don't care how mad you are. I don't care whose fault it is that you are mad. Abusing your kids is never okay. If your kid gets bad grades in school, maybe instead of literally beating the shit out of them and threatening to kill them, uh, try to figure out why he's getting bad grades. Maybe it has something to do with the goddamn beatings that he gets every day in life. Sorry, uh, I got a little heated. I digress. <laughs> uh, husband obviously doesn't fall for this bullshit and never responds to Puke's messages. Puke has actually gone so far to message me. I've never even met the man. Husband has asked me to block him as well because he is scared that his dad can manipulate me as well. Sociopaths are really good at that. They are. Uh, after a few years of cutting his dad out of his life, his brother, we'll call him Dickwad. Oh my gosh, she, <laughs> she's so angry at all of them. Started show, showing the same sociopath tendencies, including tendencies, including the kicking uh, his ex fiance's pet so hard <gasps> that oh his ribs God. cracked and pierced his lungs, resulting in his death. Blaming husband and Jane for Puke's insane temperament, getting married, and inviting Puke's and disowning his mother, who refused to go if Puke was there. Understandable, as she has PTSD, because of this guy. Basically, just Dickwad is a horrible person and is following very closely in Puke's shoes. So now you kind of understand these people. I met my husband because Dickwad and my brother used to be friends. If you didn't know, sociopaths are incredibly charming, charming people, so we all love Dickwad. I know that. I mean, I know. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, husband has always tried to tell me that Dickwad wasn't a nice guy. I never believed him. The longer I dated husband, the more we noticed Dick, Dickwad's tendencies. Can we give them names? <laughs> It's, his name is Dickwad. Oh. It's hard to watch someone you know, uh, someone you thought you like, become a horrible person. I used to wish husband had a good relationship with his dad and his brother. I've only ever had an amazing relationship with my family, so I couldn't understand not wanting them in your life. The longer I'm with my husband, the more I understand cutting toxic people out of your life. Every time Dickwad was around, there was drama. Oh. Jane crying, people yelling, always ending with Dickwad storming out like a three-year-old. Wait, I'm sorry. Did someone from my family write this? <laughs> <laughs> this sounds oddly familiar. It's so sad. <sighs> 
I'm just kidding, you guys. This isn't uh, actually somebody from my family, but it does, <laughs> does sound accurate. Um, storming out like a three-year-old. A I've had three-year-old. that before. <laughs> now that husband doesn't talk to him and Jane's therapist recommended taking a break from toxic people, family gatherings are actually fun. Nice. They are intense. There is no awkwardness or anger. Oh, yeah. This isn't my, my family. That's not your family. No. <laughs> By the way, you guys, when I talk shit like that, I'm not talking about like my immediate family, the yeah, people that you know. Immediate. It's not anybody you know. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. And you'll never know. No. <laughs> she's I won't, stoop that, I won't stoop that low. <laughs> uh, husband says he's happier now that he, more than he's ever been. He says he is surrounded by people who love him and he loves back. He has no interest in having relationships with people who have hurt him over time. Life is too short to waste time on toxic people. Mm. Let me repeat that, people. Life is too short to waste on toxic people. It's a fact. I never used to get it, but seeing my husband happy when we are with his family makes me understand that his happiness is more important to me than a relationship with people who don't deserve his time. His smile is worth it all. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. Puke had 18 years to make it up to his son. Now he doesn't deserve to see the amazing man he has become. I say, if your spouse doesn't want a relationship with someone in your family, you support them 100%. Because if you weren't with them, the toxic person wouldn't be in your life anyways. Their happiness and peace of mind is more important than his feelings of someone who hurt them. The feelings of someone. Then the feelings, sorry, of someone who hurt them. Sorry, this was kind of long, but it's something I have to, I have become very passionate about. Toxic people don't deserve your time. I know Liz already knows that, and she says it all the time. Anywho, I just wanted to share that, and I hope it helps someone. Love you, ladies. Husband's wife. Can I say I loved one of those last sentences? Their happiness and peace of mind is more important than the feelings of someone who hurt them. I feel like more often than not, people are scared to hurt the feelings of somebody that is being hurtful. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I'm not going to feel bad hurting your feelings. Everybody's so scared to hurt your feelings. Step on eggshells around you. I'm not scared anymore. It's so true. I don't care about your feelings because guess what? You hurt everybody else's. Yeah. No, it's a hundred percent. So my smile is worth more than hurting your feelings. Oh, I'm so sad. You're you're upset. Oh, too bad. Guess what? You hurt everybody else. Fuck off. I I absolutely love and appreciate this that you wrote because it really did kind of check all the boxes of stuff that Alyssa and I have said so many times over and over. Um, More so Alyssa because unfortunately she has some toxic, very toxic family members, um, and has dealt with this a lot more than I have. but she, what she said is just so true, right? Like, I'm sorry if you, if I, I don't care if I'm hurting the feelings of somebody that has hurt me and has hurt every family member. I can't feel fuck bad. Fuck you, I don't care. No. You didn't care when you were hurting us. You exactly. didn't care that you destroyed this family. So I don't care if you're worried, if you're sensitive and now your feelings are hurt. Oh, so sad. Yeah, so sad. Fuck Aww. you. Thank you for writing this. And yeah. you know what? I got, I got entertained with the little names you were calling. <laughs> Dickwad. I, I I know a couple of dickwads. <laughs> maybe a, maybe a puke or two too. But oh, um, God. wow. So yeah, hopefully this email does help people because you know what? That Blood don't mean shit, bitch. It really don't. It doesn't. 
Life is too short to waste on toxic people. And as you get older, too, you realize, like, oh, damn, like, I understand why that person is the way they are. Like, let me just take a whole step away. Yeah, so instead of trying to make everybody a big fucking happy family, like, that's what she's saying. Sometimes like, it's just not meant to be. It's not meant to be. You don't know what that child went through. I mean, her husband suffered for fucking mental abuse, physical abuse. I mean, just all that shit his whole entire life. So mm-hmm. instead of trying to force a relationship that will never be, yeah, he's so much happier without it, mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes it's it's better off left. yeah. Aside, yeah. you know? I also think there is a huge stigma of, like, family is family. But it's, like, think about, like, friends. Like, or even just people you meet, like, at the gym or at the ice cream shop. Like, you don't like everybody. So it's, like, chances are you're not going to like a lot of your family members because people just don't vibe with each other. I know that sounds so fucking dumb, but it's, like, sometimes you just don't get along with somebody. And just because they're, like, your fucking cousin, uncle, fucking aunt's cat, like, doesn't mean you have to get along with them just because it's your family. But and, the like, stigma that's fine. is, it's like, yeah, it's family, so you should get along. Yeah. But it's, like, no, it doesn't Like, no, I just, necessary. like, I don't like that person, and that's okay. I surrounded by good people. Yeah. If you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And you like to hurt people, then I don't want you in my life. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, Super dramatic series, even if it's literally just like, oh, I don't like the comments that that person really makes, so I'm just going to take a step away. It's like, they can do them. Like, I don't feel the need to, like, talk about it with them, but, like, I'm going to remove myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't see anything wrong with that. You feel better about it. Like yeah. she said, her husband smiles now. Exactly. Her- like, your peace and happiness is way more important. It is. Thank you for writing this. It was very beautifully written. It was. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And you read it great. <gasps> Thanks. Because <laughs> I... I don't know. I haven't read all day, so maybe, you know, I didn't want to screw up the one thing that I read. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Let's see. We've got an update from, for relationship advice, 23 years old, from New Hampshire. Met her boyfriend on Tinder. Treats treats her so well. Can see a future. The boyfriend has an 18-month-old daughter, but she loves her. He's been in a custody battle. I don't remember this so far, do you? No. Um, She's broken visitation agreements. Um, I don't remember this at all. I mean... I don't Want remember it either. It quickly? I don't remember it either, but they wrote an update, so I would read it. I mean, yeah, we could read it and then read the update. It says, Thank you for your sweet words and advice on my last email. Okay, so we definitely did, but I don't know. I don't remember it. Wait, she said, Alyssa, I honestly think you were right in saying they weren't doing it to be malicious. They just wanted to make sure that everything going on, I was going to be okay with this situation. I remember the the boyfriend had a baby and the family was like, are you sure you want to be with somebody like that has a baby already? Uh, if they wanted, if she wanted that responsibility at a young age. Okay. The family was see? questioning. Okay, I remember. Um, she wanted to hear our opinions on, on it and why you think my family and friends would question it. They all love my boyfriend and think he's great, so why would they be concerned about the things that are between me and him. I'm If I'm willing to support him through this and we're going to navigate it together, then why would anyone else question it? Gotcha. Okay, I, I remember. remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, basically your boyfriend had a kid. The family was like, are you sure you're really young? You want to like be with somebody that has a kid it's even though they a, love yeah. him. So mm-hmm. it was like weird. She said, hi ladies. She said, 
Okay, never mind. Hi, ladies. I wanted to write in with a bit of an update. Thank you for your sweet words and your advice on my last email. Alyssa, I honestly think you were right in saying that they weren't doing it to be malicious. They just wanted to make sure that everything going on, I was going to be okay with the situation. So here we are, almost four months after writing that email, and my boyfriend is still fighting for more time with his daughter. I will never... Oh, they had, like, custody issues. Mm -hmm. So they were like, are you sure? Okay. I will never speak ill of his daughter's mother because I don't know her, but I will tell you that this situation is very unfair and this man deserves more time with his daughter. He was supposed to have his first court hearing next month, but that got canceled and another date for the final hearing hasn't been scheduled. He gets to see her about twice a week and have two overnights a month. Not a whole lot of time and he is struggling. He has had such a hard time shutting his mind off and he refuses to go to counseling until the custody battle is over. He doesn't fall asleep until two or three in the morning and sometimes doesn't sleep at all. He's just so worried about how things will end and the accusations she may try and make. I've moved in with my boyfriend and it has been about two weeks and it has been hard. Knowing that there is nothing that I can do to help sucks. There are days where it doesn't even feel like he acknowledges that I exist. He recognizes this and he's been working on it, but it's exhausting feeling like I'm holding up this relationship on my own sometimes. I hate telling him I hate telling him though because I know that he's going through so much and has and not getting attention for a few days seems insignificant, but it affects me. Mm-hmm. I have developed a really close bond with his daughter, and that makes all of this worth it. Like I said in the last email, this is a season of life for us that I pray will end very soon. I love him, and I see a future with him. We keep saying that if we get through this, we can get through anything mm-hmm. else. We've also talked about marriage, as my boyfriend really wants to have another child, and I want to be married first. Not anytime soon. He always says he says that he struggles to think about marriage and moving our relationship forward with this custody battle not having any sort of end in sight. So hopefully when this ends, we can bring it will bring him some clarity and understanding why this is important to me. Hopefully in a couple months, or at least by the end of the year, I'll be able to update again and say that the custody battle has ended and things have changed. If not, wish me luck, because I may need it. Sorry this is kind of a long update, but I appreciate you ladies more than you know. Here's some pictures of us. Damn. Aw, I feel bad. I, you know what? I just feel like, like if you're having kids with somebody, like be mature enough to like work out the kinks and like make it work. Like you're going to go through a whole court custody battle. Like let him see his child more. I wonder why they're not together. Like mm. the ex and mm-hmm. that. Because us women, I'll say it a million times over, can be bitches. Mm. And unfortunately, I've seen all too many times people use children as pawns. Uh-huh. You know? Like, you'll never see. I'll keep you away. Mm. And I personally know of a situation, a pretty horrible situation, where there were some accusa- untrue, unproven doc- uh, accusations that made the father lose any rights to the, his kids. And it kills me because... They were just accusations. And nothing was ever proven. But I understand, like, like, you know, courts usually go for the mother, you know. I mean, mm. unless she's a completely unfit mother, they usually believe the mother's words. Mm. And so I really hope that this woman doesn't do anything or come up with some crazy accusations to, um, you know prohibit him from seeing or or have more time with his daughter uh maybe i don't know what this situation this is what you can update us on because i think it's really interesting um what's the relationship between him and his ex 
Do they talk? Do they hate each other? Is it like a vile, like horrible relationship? Or are they, um, I mean, obviously, if she's trying to keep the kid from him, it's not a good thing. But maybe they could work on something Mm. together. She did say in her, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. She did say in her original email um, that she said the mom has broken visitation agreements and has been late to pick up and drop off, but still maintains custody of their daughter. She she knows that we're dating, and when she found out, she asked how her name 2.0 was. I don't let the other things that she said bother me because I know she's just jealous and being petty. Mm. So I would think that they have a not good relationship if she's not. That's terrible. I know. It's like. But why do you hold a child there? Mm. Like, do you think, like, say if she didn't want to break up the, the ex, right? And she wants to have him back and have the perfect family. Do you think by holding your child away from you and not allowing you to see your child is going to want him to come back in your life. I mean, it's just so stupid. The way well, I don't think some she wants think. him back. You think she wants him back? I don't know. She could be using it in that situation. Oh. You know, if she's jealous of the new girl and stuff like that, maybe she does want him back. So she's using the child as a pawn, which I hate when people use. I see, I see it all the time. I see, I don't want to say friends, but people I went to school with, I could see them doing it. And it's just like, are you kidding me? Mm. I have never once not allowed my kids to go see their father. No matter what happened between him and I, that's yeah. your father. Right. And even there were, there were times where my kids were like, yeah, I'd rather not go. And it's like, he's your father, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, you want to have, I mean, unless that person is an abusive and to manipulating the to yeah. that child, not to me, but to that child, there should be, you should, you should want your child to have the influence of both parents, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is sad. And like, I hate the tension between like her and the mom too. Like the mom's like, how is she? 2.0. It's like, might as well be nice to her. She's going to be taking care of you your child. You don't even know her. How yeah. are you judging her? She's going to be taking care of your kid. Like, and she loves, she said, I love her. I love the kid. Like I have a bond with her. Mm. Like she should appreciate that you yeah. want to be part of your daughter's life, her mm-hmm. daughter's life yeah. or his daughter's life. <laughs> Let me word it that way. Yeah. You know, I don't know. There's so much pettiness and it's just, I it's know. terrible. I you know, know, when a child is involved and. People use mm. it like that. You know? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why their relationship ended. So even, but like, like you said, even if she is really angry at him for like doing X, Y, and Z, like she's still just making it so difficult for why. Yeah, exactly. Like giving herself a headache. Why? Unless he was physically abusive to her, which I don't think he was, because I don't. I think that would have been known to you. Hopefully. Sticky yeah. situation. I don't know. I remember this. Do you really? Mm-hmm. So she's 20 in college. She's um, with this guy. They were friends for like five years. Um, she knew that he liked her. Um, he told her her best friend in high school, not, which was dumb of him because, of course, she was going to tell her. You don't remember this yet? No. Uh, they were at a concert. Tries to kiss. Um, he tried to kiss her, and she swerved it. And then he said, so were me here. I tried to kiss you yesterday. I still want to. And she knew he liked her. Let's see. She wanted a guy best friend, just didn't like him romantically. She liked the attention and the dynamic of their relationship. Um, He was very needy, always wanted to do things. Um, Let's see. So she didn't want to have a relationship with him? She just wanted, like, 
best friend and he wanted a relationship. Yeah. Um, so I think everything was rocky. And then he texted and said, I miss you. Um, I want my best friend back. Let's put everything behind us and move on. Okay. And she texted him a full-on essay, huge fight of all the hurtful things, like um, all the guys I talked to about you were right. I run around you like a dog. You're manipulative and a liar. I defended you and when they talked shit, but I shouldn't have. That's what he said to her. Um, she blocked him, fast forward a couple months, requested on Instagram. They were DMing, called, apologized. Um, he apologized for the way that he acted. A few months later, he made a TikTok that is literally dedicated to her. Said if her name Someone, is four letters. And took out the two letters. Yeah, yes. Dropped okay. her name because she's toxic. Okay. Then he called. Um, heart dropped. He picked up. He said he was going into surgery, and the only, that's the only person he wanted to talk to, and he missed her. She was very civil on the phone, wished him well on the surgery. The next day, I texted him to check up, and that's been it ever since. I've been thinking about him nonstop. I miss him, our friendship, the attention. And he was someone that was always there for me that I could talk to. Re- attempted to rekindle the friendship, um, but the shit that he's put me through won't let me because of all the shit that's happened. Okay. Okay. I remember the whole TikTok thing with the letters and droppers. She's toxic. I do remember all of that. Okay. okay. So we did read this. Yes, we did. She says, update, help. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) I see I'm having derealization. I'm not even paying attention. I'm just reading. Obviously, I didn't pay attention to when you read this because I didn't remember most of it until you started talking about the TikTok. And then I do remember, like, the surgery thing. And, yeah, like, I do remember the end. Okay. Anyways. Guys, oh, my God. So it's been a while. And he's been commenting and replying to my Instagram stories. However... I've stood my ground. I've just been replying nicely, not too much effort, and not starting a conversation. Anyway, today I woke up to DMs from him asking to see me. Basically, he said, hey, do you want to grab a coffee today or on the weekend? We can go somewhere near for a quick coffee run. Um, no, thank you, sir. This is too much for my nerves, and if my friends find out, they will kill me. Help. Uh, block him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm glad you stood your ground. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, block him. Like Alyssa said, block him. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your time. Don't mm-hmm. waste your energy. You know? And that's it. That's that. That's it. You know, don't let him sneak his way back in. Peace out, Girl Scout. Boy, bye. Yeah. You're doing well without him. You don't need him. You know, the subject line of this email also is advice. Toxic ex-best friend I can't keep out of my life. Like, no. you know that he shouldn't be there. I I wonder, because even when you just said that, it made me think, like, it's a game. Not a game. That comes off terrible. But she said, I like like the attention. Yeah, so she, like, wants it, but don't want it. Like She She wants her cake and eat it, too. Yeah, exactly. Listen, if that's what you want to do, then fine, by all means, do it. But I don't think it's a healthy way to be. messing with his emotions. Yeah. Because he wants to be with you, and you don't. Yeah. That's hard. Cut that shit off. Yeah, cut it off for both you and him. I think that's what we said last time. Probably. All right. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) If you want to send an email, agamilpodcast at gmail.com. A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. It's just at agamil. And if you want to send an email there, it's very simple. You just hit the little email button. It opens it up right on your phone and you just send it right then and there. And also, if you want to support us, the link is down below and we appreciate it. Okay, love love you.